kicking back with the homies, you know. Drink on some floaties, smoke some fat ones. Oh, yeah, dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Very dear Tommy T. I got a surprise for you. Yeah, it says here your default microphone has changed to a built-in microphone. So I'm yeah, using good. the built-in microphone now. Yeah, that's good. That sounds way better. Yeah. Yeah. I Isn't got I got a I got a surprise for you. Hang on. All right, and I'm, I can move this light a little farther back, but I lowered the light. The light's good. Can you hear that? What is that? You know what that is? What is that? You're the best. You know that one is? You know what that is? I don't know that. The movie. The movie. Not Rocky Four. Hey guys, what is that? That's from um, that's from uh, Cobra Kai. It's Karate Kid. Oh, oh, it's Karate oh. Kid. It's um, I think the guy's name. Well, yeah, Karate Kid. You're the best around. Is that the new? Is that the new? The new Cobra Kai that's out now? Well, that's from the old. The, the that, that's from the um the uh what do you call it? The um that's from um the er, the movie too in the seventies. That's from that's from way back too. They when, okay. when the first movie they had that song. The guy's name's Gary Esposito. That did the song. Karate Kid. Karate yeah. Kid movie? Yeah, that song, the guy's name's Gary Esposito, and some famous guy wrote it. Um, Bill Conte. I think Bill Conte, okay. two Italians yeah. got together to do the theme song for the Karate Kid. Who would figure? <laughs> two That's Italian crazy. guys. So, yeah, so that now the Cobra Kai, they're using that song. Oh, uh, I watched, I, oh, I started yeah. watching some of the Cobra yeah. Kai. I loved yeah. it. Yeah, you know? you're the best around. You know, I did a movie um, back in the nineties with one of the guys from karate kid, unfortunately he passed away, uh, last year or the year before he was the one, um, I can't remember his name, but he was the one that did like, get a body bag, get him a body bag. Okay, he was yeah. part of the, he was part of the bad guys. He was part of the, yeah, Cobra the crew. Kai. Yeah. He was the Cobra Kai group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately yeah. he passed away. Uh, yeah. He was from Pennsylvania. I did a movie with him. He was a very nice guy. Really, really nice guy. Great guy. Okay. A lot of the a lot of the movies that you did. Yeah. A lot of the people passed away in the movies. (laughs) Yeah. Then yeah. Neither. (laughs) Yeah. It was. I had a part. I did a part in um (laughs) an an HBO series called Luck. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh and I was in the makeup trailer and Dennis Farina was next to me and uh. He came in and he sat in the makeup chair next to me. They were doing my makeup, you know, and I did. I never needed. I didn't need a lot of makeup. They were just putting powder on. And Dennis Farina came in and he said, uh, he reached out his hand. He said, "Hi." He goes, "I'm Dennis. I'm in the scene with you today." And I said, "Hello, Dennis. How are you?" He said, "I'm great." He says, "Any day that I'm working, I'm great." And I said, <laughs> "Okay, me too." And he was, uh, he was the nicest, the nicest guy. Like, like that that show. I worked with Dennis Farina. And Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. They were like the nicest people. Like just really? like like the, just you know how it is. Every time you met someone that was always working and that was like a like a big name actor, they were always just a nice down to earth person. You yeah. know, they yeah. just treat you. You know, and then and then I I shot the pilot with them, and Dennis said, um, and when I said goodbye to him, he said, I'm going to be seeing you a lot over this series. He goes, they're going to be bringing you back all the time. And I said, Oh, oh really? I said, go tell the producer that. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, and, and then they got in trouble. Well, three horses died during the filming. And then that was it, right? It was, yeah. And I had a recurring, I had a recurring role on that. I, you know, listen. So I mean, what? So like some kind of a group got behind it. The PETA, it. the PETA, 
Yeah. See, see. Well, you know, you know that, that there's always stories like that. Remember that one time I got that Super Bowl commercial with Cuba Gooding Jr. I remember. And uh, uh, they put me on hold. There was only me and like three other guys in a plane jumping out of a plane with Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, because you went to the audition. You went to the audition wearing the uh, South Park hat that we got as a yeah. gift. Yeah, 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 I did. <laughs> I, I, I wear the South Park hat and they, they put you on hold. I remember that. And and uh, we were meeting in Westwood every day and you didn't shave for like two weeks because you were saving the shave. You know, I was shave. waiting. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I put that hat on because it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, who was the character in South Park that wore that hat? Cart, cart, carton, carton, I, carton? I don't know. I know, that, I know that we got those hats in some kind of goodie bag or yeah. something. Right, and yeah. then and then and then you thought enough to put the hat on because you were supposed to be skydiving. Yeah, it looked like a skydiving. I put yeah. the, the the ears yeah. down, and I got. They called like the, the, the end of the day. They go, we got to put them on hold. We got to put yeah. them on hold. I go, yeah, I'm gonna do a Super Bowl commercial with Cuba uh, Gooding Jr. And then you, I didn't get the. Then it don't happen. You, you always had great instincts as an actor. Man. You had great instincts as an actor. I know. I know. I know that you did stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you did stuff like All that. All right. Well, let's let 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 let's 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 do this show. I gotta have some instincts yeah. here. Ready? You ready to go? I'm gonna I'm do ready. a countdown here. Ready? Ready, buddy? Yeah. All right. Three, two, one. Old Men and Sweats, Barry D and Tommy T here. Welcome to our weekly video podcast. And these are the hot topics for this week. Ready? Let me have my book here, Tommy. All right. All right, buddy. All, All right. right. Number one. Super Bowl recap. Tampa Bay versus KC. The pigskin is officially done. Tommy's got some insight here on Mahomes and what we think happened and didn't happen in that game. Second thing, Wentz trade. Fly, Pelican, fly. Do that one. Fly, do that. You do that good. The Tony Montana, fly, yeah, do Pelican. Many, many, many. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the bird. Look at it. Fly, Pelican, fly. <laughs> so he, he flies away. He the the Eagles. Because the don't the Eagles, up. don't the Eagles always do that? They go, Fly, Eagles, fly. Well, Barry, you know, to do this show, you got to research as much as possible. Yeah. So I'm, on, I'm on all of the blogs. The yeah. blog is called uh, Bleeding Green yeah, Green yeah. Blog, right? Yeah, and then yeah. the Giants is the Big Blue View. Oh, God, yeah. Big Blue View, the Bleeding Green uh, Nation blog with the Eagles. That's the, that blog is the best. That blog yeah. is the best. When you, when you watch an Eagles game, if you're watching an Eagles game on TV, like they're playing the Cowboys later in the year when the Cowboys crushed them, right? Basically end of their season. You go on their blog and they got the Twitter. So they're tweeting the whole game. And oh, you yeah. Get, you get to see all the, twi- all the Eagles fans. Oh, my God. The, the Eagles fans are the greatest. They, the Eagles fans, they love their team the most. And they crazy. hate their team. They hate their team. The no, they're most. crazy. They're, they're, they're crazy. Nuts. They're crazy. Yeah, and then, and, and then, um, and then the let. Well, remember that movie? They had that movie with uh, Patton Oswalt and uh, Rappaport, Michael Rappaport. Um, he played the giant fan, the eagle fan, I think. And and uh, Oswalt played. It was called Super Fan, I think, or Big Fan, or something. And it was it was kind of a like not. It was funny, but it also was kind of like crazy. Yeah. And and Oswalt, like I think he had a job. He was uh he worked at a parking garage. And he would go on the shows. He would go on the shows. He was the Giant fan, I think. And Rappaport was the Eagle fan. And Rappaport would go on all the New York Giant radio shows well, how, how and bust Rappaport, their chops. But how could Rappaport not be the Giants fan? He's I from think he New was, York. Are you sure? Was, was it the other way around? It might have been the other way around. Yeah. Maybe. Rappaport's got to be the New York fan, right? I mean, Michael Rappaport's all New York. I don't know what he did. You know, I got to look that up and I'll get back at right. it next week. Yeah, it was, but I, I almost thought, it, yeah. I, I think he was an Eagle fan. Cause I think they went, Oswald went all the way to Philadelphia and it was a crazy movie, but they both were great in it. Regardless of what teams they were. I tell you, those guys were, it was an awesome movie. It was kind of yeah. a little crazy, but crazy in a good way. All yeah. right. So the last thing we're going to do. So we've got Super Bowl recap. We got Wentz trade. And then the last thing is going to be name that line. Because, you know, we mean you talk about a lot of old school things and really don't and, and fans, you know, some fans are just bandwagon fans. They jump on it. But, you know, the old school history of the defensive lines, especially like if you're a, if you're a fan of a particular team, you know, like especially like fearsome foursome, purple people eaters, et cetera, et cetera. You got to know nicknames. the guys. Yeah. They had the great nicknames back in the day. They had the good nicknames, you know, and, uh, and, the 60s and 70s. They nicknamed the defenses, you know, and then, of course, in the early 70s, the uh, Miami Dolphins had the no-name defense, which was a I love that one. Great nickname, the no-name yeah. defense. It wasn't one big yeah. yeah. That was Nick Bonacani, right? That was he Nick Bonacani. Yeah, Bonacani. he was number eighty-five. He was number eighty-five. 
Another Italian Another linebacker, number eighty-five. Yeah, yeah. How do you how do you get that number? I, well, back then they I don't know the linebackers were the eighties a lot. You know, numbers That's like weird. you know the, wasn't Ted Hendricks? The Ted Hendricks was like eighty-two. Oh, he was. Remember? I think yeah. he was the the stork, yeah. the big yeah, stork the or the stork. stork. Yeah, the mad yeah. stork. The mad stork. All right, yeah. I'm setting the timer. All, All right, right, so first things first, Super Bowl recap, pigskin officially done. Obviously, there's going to be trades and stuff, but let's go into it. Tell me your insight. Okay, first of all, I'm Holmes. Last week, last last week, we uh, we made our Super Bowl predictions, and I never really give a Super Bowl prediction because, like, I I, I always tell you. Last week, I said I don't know who's going to win. My predictions are always with an if. My my, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. picked. You picked Tampa Bay 31 to 30. You had their points right on the right on the money. Yeah. Of course, the Chiefs only scored nine. Yeah. But but here's the thing. I my prediction was always with an if. And I said if Kansas City's line can't protect Mahomes, then he's then Kansas City's in trouble. Because mm-hmm. I remember plays, that it plays, it plays right into the strength of Tampa Bay's defense, which is their defensive line and their linebacker, their front seven. And then of course, you know, I didn't I didn't know at the time, but Tampa Bay has been improving each week. They've been getting better defensively each week as the season goes along. And Todd Bowles, who was an excellent defensive coordinator before he got the job with the Jets, and then when you work for the Jets, everything goes bad, and you look bad, right? So he looked bad for three years with the Jets, and then he ended up back in Tampa Bay, and, of course, he rebuilt his reputation. Now, Todd Bowles is going to get another head coaching job in the next year or two Mm -hmm. because he did such a fantastic job with that defense, right? And, and they were blitzing Mahomes, and they had those two linebackers, Levante David and Devin White, who were very fast. And so they were really doing a number on Mahomes. But my analysis of the game, I watched the game a couple days later. Two, three days later, I watched the game again. And, and I was, you know, just to watch the game. You had a film and, day. You did a yeah, film. Okay. And something, I tell you, something, that Mahomes – it, 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 he got obviously the obvious is, is, I mean, no, the, everyone's take on the game is right on point. The offensive line did nothing for Mahomes. They didn't block, they didn't give him any time. And that's why Kansas City lost the game. The offensive line didn't do anything. But if their receivers actually caught the ball, the, the offensive line wouldn't have mattered. Mahomes was still running around like crazy. Someone said that he ran for over 400 yards. Uh, is, that, is that even possible? I heard that. You know, it's, it's almost like a statistician just comes up with a number. Hey, let's say he ran for 465 yards. And everyone's like, wow, he ran for 465 yards. Yeah. They have all these advanced analytics, right? So, but, but Barry, I watched the plays. He was running around. First of all, he's got a bad toe that needs surgery, right? Mm-hmm. And then we were teasing him, saying maybe gain a little weight, right? Yep. That guy is so stinking good. He's running for his life. He's getting chased by Shaq Barrett, a uh, 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 Pierre Paul. He's getting chased by Dominican Sue. He's getting chased by Levante David. Everyone's just as fast as him. They're chasing him. They're killing him. And he's throwing the ball, and it's bouncing off of Travis Kelsey's hand for a big first down in the first half when the game was still on the line. Yep. He threw that one pass to the end zone, the two-yard line, where Tyreek Hill jumped up in the middle of three guys and it hit him in the face. And then the one, the one play where no one can still believe it, he's running around. He must have ran for 50 yards in that one play in the behind the line of scrimmage. He's fallen. He throws a laser. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Hits, yeah. hits Damian Wilson in the face mask. Uh, Barry. The reason they got blown out of that game was not because of their offensive line. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Mahomes is so good, he was able to overcome the, the, the crappy play from the offensive line. He overcame it. He got around, he got away, and he still got the ball downfield. He beat – Mahomes himself beat the defensive line of Tampa Bay – his receivers cost them the game. And nobody's saying that. Nobody's acknowledging if they caught the ball, if they caught mm-hmm. those five or six passes, it's yeah. a completely different game. It, 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 Kansas City's in the game all the way. Okay. All right. Because let me ask you, because I, I thought. And- it, reminds me, it reminds me of something. When we first moved to, to L.A., Right. We were, you know, we were, we were just out of college. Right. We moved to L.A. You know, I played college baseball. We played college football. You, we played sports. Right. Yep. We get to L.A. and I get I get a job as a waiter at a restaurant and they have they want me to play in a softball team. And the softball team is co-ed. 
Now, I never played. This is the back in the 80s. I never played on a team with a girl before. I never, never. I said, yeah, no. Oh, no, Ed. No, no. Okay, well, whatever. So you go out there, you know, so some girls are playing positions and guys are playing and, you know, you're, you're on the field together. So I play shortstop. I'm left-handed, but they put me on shortstop because I could pick it. I remember in the middle of the game, I played mm. shortstop. There was a girl on first base. So the guy hits a, the guy hits a shot in the hole. I <laughs> glove it. I spin, right, in the yeah. hole. I spin and I, I whip a strike to first base. Yeah. And the reason I know it was a strike is because it hit the girl right between the eyes and no knocked way. her out. And everybody got mad at me. <laughs> What's wrong with you? I mean, it hit her in the same place that the Damian Wilson or Damian, whatever, Williams got hit by Mahomes. Pass. It hit her between the eyes. She Ooh. put up her glove. The ball went right between, over uh, between the eyes and knocked her out. And I got in trouble. So that's how I know that Patrick Mahomes was throwing perfect passes because he was hitting them between did, the eyes. Did, did she have the actual official first baseman's glove or just a regular glove? I think she had a regular. It wouldn't. It didn't matter. It didn't, but the long, you know, the, the longer, the longer first base glove. Mary, it did. It just hit her in the face. It's like she could have been playing. And, it, and isn't that why they got the longer glove, the first base guys? Because they no. can scoop. They can scoop. Scoop. It's for the yeah. scoop. The yeah, so you glove. hurt. So you hurt the girl. I got in trouble. Everyone was mad at me the rest of the game. Like, you're like, what a jerk. Why do you got to overdo it? Overdo it? I just threw the threw ball. Threw the ball. Nice. Maybe you're supposed to throw it. I don't know. You know, but anyway. so, okay. So let me ask you, because I thought I wrote this down. I thought before that game, the Super Bowl game, that it was going to be the old line was going to be a problem. And, and it was. And, and, you was gonna, and it was. But what you're saying is, and if you look at the first game when they played, you know, Hill was on fire in the first quarter, second yeah. quarter, whatever. They were on fire. So you're saying, you know, maybe these guys – it's interesting, though, because these guys won a Super Bowl last year. They're, they, I mean, Kelsey started catching the ball, but Hill, like – I mean, Hill was even on the field. Well, Kelsey caught, Kelsey caught a lot of passes, but he dropped a couple. And this is the yeah. kind of – this is the kind of game with no offensive line, right? Yeah, Tom yeah. Brady's on the other side of the field. Yeah. But Tampa Bay's just Tampa Bay got better and better and better. So, I mean, this is the kind of game where you had no margin for error. You just didn't have any. And and they and they dropped so many passes that they put Mahomes in such a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. Cause it was, yeah, because they didn't they didn't do well. You're right. There were some plays that they could have done. They could have caught some passes to help him. Well, what and about they were the pass to Tyreek Hill in the first half? I mean, it was right there. It hit him in the hands. I always tell you this, Barry. Yeah. Listen, if you get if you get two hands on the ball and you don't come down with it, it kills you. Like if you're playing in a big game and you're dropping pass after pass after pass. Yeah. I don't care how good your quarterback is. It kills you. Wide receiver play is, is so underrated because, yeah. you know, I mean, because, you know, there's, there's so many great wide receivers, and, and also they're, you know, they're, the wide receivers are usually the biggest drama queens in the NFL, but it's so underrated. you got to catch the ball. I, and, I mean, and, no, and you're right. In that game – and that game, they didn't, you're right, they didn't catch it. You know, you could say that, like, even though he was running for his life and maybe he wouldn't have run that much if the O-line was healthy, though they didn't perform. You're right. I mean, you know, Kelsey got his catches, but he would he didn't play up to his par. I mean, well, he but, dropped he dropped a big pass. I mean, I'm I'm just saying that he just dropped a big pass. Like, yeah, he caught a bunch of balls, but he dropped a big one. And 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 uh I, I, again, Mahomes overcame the bad offensive line play. He's so good. He's just, you know, he had a terrible, a terrible game by his standards. I mean, they only scored nine points. They didn't get a touchdown. Oh my God, of course, ridiculous. it's a terrible game by Kansas City standards. But all that showed me was how good Mahomes is. He's so good. It yeah. doesn't make any difference. You could have put, I mean, you could have put five sumo wrestlers in front of him. It wouldn't have mattered. He still would have got away. And, and I, and I yeah. the the and, field. and I think his toe, his toe must have been bothering. I've never had turf toe. Well, I, don't even know, I don't even know what turf toe is. Well, turf toe is is basically when the, when the toe gets jammed, the, the the toe gets jammed into the joint and the mm -hmm. inflammation in the joint. Oh, forget it. No, I mean, it, it, it also I, he must have he had to get a shot. Like I'm sure that I'm sure the toe was, you know, was numbed. Oh I'm man, sure the area yeah. was numbed before the game. He was running. I mean, he was running around. He was gaining some first downs in the first half. But he, he of course, you know, he's not 100%, you know, and, and he's, 
he's just and they killed him. Like the other thing is they hit him so hard so many times that it's yeah, yeah. so, so, so it's, it's, it's sad though it's sad though because because i get where you're going with it and you're going to expect the offensive line to not be able to play as well as they did the first game that that's given well, but injured. he did but he still did get the ball out there yeah and and you're right um you know it's up to those guys like hill what did he'll have like two catches i, I mean I, like, I, I mean no he had in the first half he had like two catches for 15 yards or something deal. Then what do you have well, after that? Nothing. I mean, like another two for nothing. He, he was a non. Well, listen, they scored nine points. They they didn't they didn't get a touchdown. They, they Hill was a non-story. The the right receivers didn't help him, and it yeah, was the one no. game. It was like it's the one game where like if you talk to the Chiefs before the game, you bring the wide receivers and the tight end of the room, and you say, listen. We got no line. He's going to get killed. Yeah. We have to catch everything. This is the one game we can't drop a pass because every time we send him back to pass, they're yeah. going to kill him. It the was terrible. Game. Yeah. So it was they, a, it they, was a, it was a bad game. It they, was, they it was, a, it was a crappy game, game to watch yeah. and, it, and, it, and, it, and it wasn't a competitive game at all. Well, I mean, that's and, the way the Super Bowl always, uh, the Super Bowl is always uh, like that. I I'm mean, going to tell you something. It was so bad. Because first of all, it's COVID, right? And so I'm home watching the game, and 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 so I'm not at the bar watching the game. Because also, I don't, I got no dog in this fight, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay home. I'm not gonna even gonna try to go somewhere and you know and, and watch it. And so I go, you know, so Kim's making food, you know, at home, and we got it like so. I gotta like do like Super Bowl with her, you know, and that's that's already it was already boring. Like I gotta do it with her. <laughs> so then she comes up with these ideas. So then she comes up with, here's a Super Bowl box. She comes up with, she prints this Super Bowl box up and she, and she goes, we'll do Super Bowl boxes. And I'm like, what do you mean? Just me and you. I mean, just me and you. How are we going to do the boxes? That's cute. She goes, well, yeah. She goes, we'll do the boxes. We'll do it. And, and so we picked the numbers out of the hat. We did all of it. But what I had to do was I go, you pick like 10 and I'll pick 10 and then I'll just put an X in the other ones. And those will be imaginary people at the bar. That, that if, they, if it comes in. So I did that and I, I couldn't even win a square. I couldn't even win one. She won two. I won none. Some imaginary <laughs> okay. person won, won two. And so we, so we did that. But then, and then she had this other thing, you know, you know, I, I, I want to watch the game. And after a while, I almost was more interested in this. Like at, by halftime, I was like, no, the start of the third quarter after Casey didn't do nothing that first drive. I mean, I was more interested in trying to beat Kim on the, on, on her square game. And then uh -huh. she had this game. What is that? Big game bingo. She, where'd she get that from? Big game. I don't know. I don't know how. They, you know, you know how internet. girls. You know, how girls are. They find things. They can find yeah. anything. I mean, that you know, they find things. It's guys usually get in trouble because girls find something. Yeah. Because guys are not that smart to hide things. They don't know what they're doing or they just forget. Girls are really, really, they could, they could find anything. If Kim could find an Easter egg like 3,000 miles away under a big boulder in the Pacific Ocean. It is incredible. So she gets this thing, big game bingo. So then okay. I'm like, so then I started getting excited about big game bingo, but big game bingo is funny, Tommy. So she, she goes, so every time a play happens, like there's different stuff like a Kia commercial. There's coin tosses, heads. There's defensive scores, touchdown. But every time something happened in the game, she would ask me, is that what, is that, is that it? Is that a thing? Is that a thing? Like every time. Yeah. And, and not always it was anything like, you know, she goes, did a safety happen? Did a safety happen? Did, did, did the quarterback is sacked she yet? Was that a face mask? And she just kept asking yeah. every play she goes yeah. down the list because she's looking to do her bingo. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, oh man, I mean, it was, it was, it was tough. But ended up, I won. Well, I ended up getting the diagonal. I ended up getting the diagonal. I get the free oh, box yeah. in the middle, and I got uh, running back scores, touchdown, interception, offensive timeout, and quarterback sack. I won. You got it. Yeah. But that's that's how my son. That's how exciting. Well, Chris, my don't you remember Bowl. years ago we were, we used to always go to the Super Bowl parties? We remember we used to always go to those big Super Bowl oh, parties, yeah. and there was like you know guys and girls yeah. and you know guys, men, wives, and stuff. Yeah. And I remember we were watching one of the games, and one of the wives during the game. She, you know, something happened, and then there was a penalty on a play, and the wife said, I don't know how you guys watch this game. None of the plays count. And I, that, yes. I never thought of it, but I was just like, she's None of them count. How do you guys watch this game? None of the plays count. I mean, think about it, Barry. Football is the only game 
You got baseball, basketball, football. <laughs> Football's the only game where the like like where the play happens. There's yeah. a touchdown, and then and then there's a referee that says, "No, that doesn't count." This guy held. You know, I mean, in baseball, you never see a home run. Right, and then Not go on. Like Danny, guy, it's a three-run homer. The game's over. You never see the referee or the umpire come on field. No, 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 no. no that, that that home run doesn't count. That girl was smart. That well, girl you know, was smart. You know, you know what it was? I I tell this to Jinju all the time. She sees things. She just sees things that we don't see. We we know the game. We know the game inside and out. We know yeah. uh, all around. And then they come in with just they just look and they're like, you know, what? Wh- why? Like, why are you guys watching a game that the, where the plays don't count? And it's well, so- you know what? That's interesting because one thing Kim did say it was a it was a it was a defensive holding, and she goes, "Is that a pass interference?" Well, yeah. And I go, "No, no, no. That's different. That's a good question. That's different." Very she goes, well, "What question. do you mean?" She goes, "The defense. It was that the guy that's covering the guy, right? And he grabbed him." I go, "Yeah, but it's a it's it's not the same." Yeah. And she goes, "I don't oh, get it." She goes, "I don't oh, get no. it." But of course, and, and I and I always like that's the thing. We always watch the game with our girls, and I never like I never try to make anyone feel like how do you not know that? Like you're watching like yeah, whatever, you however you're seeing it, I'm I'm interested in your point of view. Sure, we yeah. Before the Super Bowl, Jinju said, Well, those two coaches, they look like they're brothers. Yeah. You know, Bruce Arians and they Andy. They do kind of so you know, like we've known Bruce Arians and Andy Reid forever for the last 10, 20 years, we know who they are because they've been coaching around, right? Oh, no, it's a no good observation. Ever. Yeah, it's a good, it's like, you know what? They do look like brothers, but we don't yeah. see that. We just don't, we, we just go yeah. to, we just go to, well, you know, uh, Andy Reid's a great quarterback coach and uh, Bruce Arians, you know, he, we, I tell you, it's always good to have a different perspective on the game. That's I don't true. know how you guys, I don't know how you guys watch this game. The, the, the plays never count. That's good. All right, let's switch gears. Let's go now. Let's go. We'll stay in the, in, in NFL football. And now let's go to the Wentz trade. Yeah. And uh, I'm interested to know what you think about like, will that trade? It, I mean, it wasn't a fantastic, it was a second round and a third round or something, but so that really isn't well, going to affect, year, it's not going to affect anything uh, in the future. No, because this year the Eagles get the 85th pick. They get the third round pick this year. They get the 85th pick. And right. when do they get the second round pick? Next year, the second it's a conditional second round pick. So if Wentz plays 75% of the offensive plays, okay, that automatically goes to a first rounder. But here's the catcher. If Wentz is playing 75% of the offensive plays, yeah. well, the other part is if he only plays 70% of the offensive plays, but the Colts still make the playoffs, okay. it automatically goes to a first rounder. So, okay. so if Wentz plays the majority of the season – and he's on a really good team, right? Oh, well, that team's right? a great team. Great so team. they make the playoffs. So the, the Eagles pick, that first-round pick is going to be 20s and lower. Yeah, because it's, it's, be Col- it's based on the Colts, yeah, right? so it's not going to be a high first-round pick. So the Eagles, I guess the Eagles did as well as they could with because, you know, basically – the Colts could have asked the Eagles for draft compensation because usually when you tra- when you trade a guy that has a high contract, like, like the, the, you know, the uh, Rams just traded Jared Goff mm-hmm. and he's in the same situation as Wentz. He's moving into his five-year extension. Now mm-hmm. he's got a hundred million dollar contract also. So mm-hmm. the Rams had to send two first round draft choices with Goff mm-hmm. just to get Math- Matthew Stafford back. But is that also because Stafford's you- a higher well, echelon guy. I, I think I think the draft choices were just basically attached to golf because Detroit's philosophy was we're not taking on golf unless you give us compensation because they're basically saddling Detroit with a contract that they don't want. I mean, they, nobody wants golf. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. not at a hundred million dollars. Just like nobody wants Wentz at a hundred million dollars. You want right? Stafford. <laughs> I, but, I love but, him. But he's better than those two guys. Oh, and, way better. Way better. Way better. Yeah. So well, Wentz, know, if he goes 75% of the plays? Plays 75% of the plays. No play, and, they, and no playoffs. And no playoffs. They still get a first round draft choice. 70% and playoffs. <clears throat> first round okay. draft choice. Yeah. Only 5% less. So both of those, both of those, 75% <sighs> and no playoffs, it still goes to a first rounder. 70% and playoffs, it still goes to a first rounder. And, and that's based on snaps? Yeah, they base it on, on on snaps or something. Is that so how if, they work that out? So, so okay. yeah. So if Wentz doesn't get hurt, then the Eagles are going to get a first round draft choice. Wow, but he might get hurt. 
I, I, I like that. I He's mean, not going to get benched. He's not going to get benched. No. Frank Reich likes him. Well, yeah, and, River, and Rivers is gone, so they got but they got that other guy, the backup guy. Well, they don't have him anymore. He's a free he's agent. Gone? He's gone? Oh, free he's going. Yeah, yeah he's going. So They're not going to sign him. All right. And then, so so uh, the guy from Oklahoma is going to take the job in Philly. Well, no. The quarterback. No, what, what, no, what the Eagles are going to do is they got the sixth pick in the draft. They're Whoa. saying that the Eagles are going to either move up. They're going to move up to get a quarterback that they want. Uh-huh. Or they're going to bring in another veteran to compete against Hertz. They don't want to just give Hertz the job because Hertz is not a first round talent. Hertz was a, picked in the second round by yeah. the Eagles and he should have been picked lower. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, but, but... He's not a guaranteed M- yeah. NFL starter. You no. know? So, so they want Hertz to earn the job in camp. All right. So who, who, let's, 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 let's just play a little game here. Who would they go for that's a veteran? that they could they could get well the first thing that comes to mind everyone is saying it is nick Foles will be available from the bears and so they can get nick Foles back for the third time yeah big nick 27 touchdowns or two interceptions and And then and then he went to kansas city and the rams it bounced around and then he came back and they won the super bowl with him and then another playoff game with him so he he'd be good yeah i mean obviously he'd be good anyone else Besides Big Nick, I, I don't. I don't know what other names. I, well, their their new coach is uh, Nick Sirianni, the guy from the, he was with the Colts last year, and they got a new offensive coordinator. Um, I don't know who they're looking at. I don't know who they want. I, I don't know. So um, so let's go. What so what does this do for the Colts? I mean, you know, yeah, Rivers went. You got you had to. Well, do it gives them it gives them a better. Well, you, I mean, well, better than anything. Yeah, a more got. talented quarterback than Rivers. You know, I, I personally thought Rivers stinks, but. He still, I guess he did the job last year. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, he was he was good. He was all right. You so know, so was, they needed somebody because they don't really have anybody. And no, I mean, but yeah. but the problem with Wentz is they 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 lined up his guaranteed money for the next four years, and it's twenty five million, twenty four million, twenty two million, twenty two million. So with Wentz, if you start in the next four years, you know he's a he's a he's a big ticket, you know. Yeah. Ticket item on your team. I yeah. guess if they could get rid of him after next year, at some point in Wentz's Wentz's uh, extension, you can get rid of him, and you're not going to get that big. They got it out. They- but here's the other thing: the Eagles have a 33 million dollar dead cap hit on their on their payroll. Oh my god! So so the Eagles are going to be hard pressed to add talent this year because 18 percent of their payroll oh. it's going to be 180 185 million. 18% of it's going to a player, a quarterback that's not even on a team. You know, I always, I always, I always thought when they got him, I was like, okay, let's see. I mean, he's pretty good. And no. then, and then after the first, like even the first season, I was like, I don't think this guy's going to be good for them. I don't think it's going to work out. And then when Foles took over and they won the Super Bowl, I thought they were fools. I had a couple Philly fans that I know. And I go, what are you guys doing? I go, the guy, Nick wins the Super Bowl, big Nick wins the Super Bowl. And you're still going to be committed to this guy that either can't get on the field or when he gets on the field, he's not, he's got, he's got, he's confused. It's almost like he's in a fog when he was playing. He always would do wrong things, things wrong, make, put himself in bad situations, get hurt. And, and I, I, I never understood. I mean, the decision, it was weird to me. Like I didn't get it. Like why give him a big contract and and me? I didn't get it. The reason everyone went back to Wentz was because he was 11 and two the year that they won the Super Bowl. So, and he had 33 yeah. touchdown passes with seven interceptions. So he was having a great year on that team. True. But, <clears throat> but the year before, when he was a rookie, he was seven and nine. Yep. The year after the Super Bowl, yep. he was five and six. And Foles took over and brought him into the playoffs again the second year. Mm-hmm. And another thing is this. That's know, when I thought they were going to get rid of That was it. A lot of it Man. is hindsight. A lot of it, you know, it's easy to call it after it happens. Yeah. When they traded up to get Wentz, I was against it. It was five years ago now. But I remember saying they're nuts. Mm-hmm. Why are they trading up to get this guy? And the reason I said it then was because when he was at North Dakota State, everything I read about him was that he was injured. He didn't play his senior year at North Dakota State. He broke his thumb or something. He played like two or three He's games. He's always hurt. His junior year, he was hurt. He was always hurt at North Dakota State. So they, they traded up to the number two spot in the draft, 2016. They picked a quarterback that had very little playing experience at North Dakota State. So they brought him in, 
And when I first saw him, I said, he's better than I thought. Like, he's better than I thought. Like, I, I, I didn't think he was going to be anything. He ended up being okay the first year. The second year, he was doing very well. And I said, well, you know what? Maybe I was wrong. You know, he looks good. But it's, it, as soon as that Super Bowl year ended, the last three years, he's never been good. I've never thought he was good. <clears throat> the second year was when he got hurt at the play. He was running in the end zone. Against the Rams, the second yeah. year. They were 11-2. and two. They went on to win the Super Bowl. The next year, he struggled, and they said it was because he came back from the knee injury. He was 5-6. and six. He hurt his back that year, so he went out, right? And, and, and Foles came in, and they won, the Super, they won another playoff game, and they lost to New Orleans. And then the next year was – last year, he was 9-7. and seven. They went to the playoffs against Seattle, and he played three plays and got a concussion and left. And then this year, he was terrible. You know, the other thing about him is – I didn't know it at the time, but I guess he used to argue with the offensive coordinator back at North Dakota State. Oh, uh, really? So, like, like, like now I'm learning about him. He argues with his coaches. He's difficult to coach. Okay, first of all, he's not that kind of a talent where yeah. you should be difficult to coach. He's not Tom Brady. He's not oh. Patrick Mahomes. Those guys can argue with their offensive coordinator and say, no, I, want I didn't this know that. I didn't know that. I didn't know it either. So he's always arguing with his coaches. He's difficult to coach. And, and you know, we were making fun of Doug Peterson earlier in the year. When, remember when, remember when, when they were asking him, you know, um, you know, why did, you know, like, like why did uh, Carson Wentz regress this year? And remember yeah. Doug Peterson had that big side. He was just like, <sighs> yeah, that's a good question. You could tell that Peterson was having a difficult time coaching him because I was saying, and all my buddies out here were going, you're nuts. I was saying that every week in the film sessions, Doug Peterson's telling him, why are you holding on to the ball? That, why, aren't you, why aren't you throwing it there? Why aren't you, look at, he's open. Every week they were on his case about picking the wrong guy to throw to. Like, it was easy to see. The other part about Carson Wentz that always fascinates me is how much people defend him you know, oh I, I, my I, you gosh, know, I, I tweet it's like crazy. The, well, I tweet all the time about that guy, Dan Orlovsky on ESPN. <laughs> I mean, he loves Carson Wentz yeah. and I don't understand it. But then I think <laughs> like, I think, well, this guy, Dan Orlovsky loves Carson Wentz. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky was a terrible quarterback. He was a quarterback on the 0-16 Lions team. And he's the guy that ran out of the back of the end zone. <laughs> so it's not such a great thing when a lousy quarterback loves you. All right. He so let me Carson Wentz. All right, let me – okay, so I don't think – I don't think it's fantastic trade for the Colts. I think they're going to struggle, um, especially if um, – what is what is that guy's name that's going to be a free agent? What's his name again? Jacoby Brissett. That guy. I, I actually – they're not going to keep him. I don't know who else yeah, – you know. They, they don't like him. I mean, he's I not, in the, not going to get a starting job. He's going to get a backup yeah. job. So I don't like that, and I, I think I – think, I, I don't think it's going to work. I think Philly – you know, her, um, Jalen Hurts is, is, is pretty good. I don't think he's any worse than, than Wentz. And then if they're going to move up, do you think if they move up, will they get like Zach Wilson? Well, yeah, they're not going to get Trevor. They're not going to get Trevor Lawrence. So th they could stay at number six and they could possibly get Trey Lance uh, from North Dakota State again. Ironically, from I want to take State. him. And there's the other thing him. is Trey Lance hasn't played much in college. Either. I want to take him. I, I take wouldn't him. take an inexperienced college quarterback. And the other thing is Mac Jones, Mac Jones, yeah. quarterback, the quarterback at Bama, Bama, for some reason, he's not rated that high. Maybe he doesn't have a strong arm or whatever, but he can play. I, I, and I mean, they might grab him at number six. They might surprise everybody. What about Zach Wilson from BYU? Well, he's good. If you get him, you got to move up. You're going to have to move up because, because at number two, the Jets are number two. So if the Jets don't take Zach Wilson, who are they going to take? Field? They're probably going to trade. They're going to probably trade that pick to Carolina or Atlanta or I don't know a team that needs a quarterback like Pittsburgh. The Steelers are not going to bring back Ben Roethlisberger. They're, you they're, don't think so? I read that they're. I read that they're coming no to keep He's him. Forty-one million dollars. They're going to have to restructure. His I think they just had an article in the Pittsburgh Gazette. I think it's called that they were saying they're committed to him. I know no, there's money involved, but no, no, they're not because they can basically. He's got a $41 million hit on the cap, yeah, but it's yeah. not guaranteed. They can cut him. So what they're going to do is they're, they're going to renegotiate his contract. Even if they renegotiated his contract and made it a $23 million contract or something, they're not going to do that. The, the Steelers might move up to get a quarterback. Don't, don't be surprised. So, so the Jets, um, they're not going to take a quarterback? 
they're going to stick with Darnold. They're probably going to take a quarterback. They're probably, I mean, I, I so don't will know. they take Fields? Justin Fields? No, he's not rated as high as Zach Wilson. So they'll take Justin Wilson. Fields is moving down the list. I mean, Justin Fields, yeah. it's hard to judge Justin Fields because yeah. he was on Ohio State. First yeah. of all, name one Ohio State quarterback that's been good in the NFL. Arch Leister. Oh, he wasn't good in the NFL. That's hilarious. <laughs> he wasn't good in the NFL, but he sucked. He was good, a good gambler. He was a terrible gambler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he gambled his way into jail. He was the worst gambler ever. <laughs> You're sure he play. wasn't? But you, I think he was probably better than a lot of Ohio State quarterbacks. No, he was, was he, or as good. He's just, he played like one year. He played a few games. <laughs> I oh, love that guy. He's terrible. <laughs> Arch Schleister, that was great. That's great. All I right, so him. we got, okay, so what? So Wentz overall the Indy, just overall quickly, it is what it is. They got a quarterback. We'll see what happens. But I think I don't think it's great for that team, especially if he's a problem with the coaches. They're going to have well, to he, figure something out. And then we got Philly. Philly, if they don't move up, they may still be able to get a guy. But the guys they'll get, they don't move up, like Fields and the North Dakota State. I don't know if that's worthwhile for them to do yeah. that. Right, maybe I mean, they'll, maybe they'll maybe they'll make a move for your guy, Kirk Cousins. Maybe they'll try. Good, to get good, good. I mean, I'd love it if they would do that. You know, I mean, I mean, I would love it because I'm right now. I'm sitting there, and the only draft guy, you know, all these experts and all these guys, the only guy that I like is that guy uh, DJ on the NFL Network. Something Jeremiah. Oh, Daniel Jeremiah. I only like him because he's, he's good, the right? only yeah. one. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, Kuiper and, and Todd McShay, and everyone's like the Vikings, you know, the edge guy, the Michigan edge. Hi, guy, listen, the Kuiper is never right. No, I know. And, and they all last want year, them. To, they all want the Vikings to take the he's edge never guy. Right. I mean, he, he last year, he picked the first round. And he ended up having three. He picked three right out of the whole first 32 picks. He's never, he never right. He doesn't even know what the teams are going to pick. No. And, and, and so all these guys are picking the Vikings should take the edge guy, the Miami uh, guy or the Michigan yeah. guy. Gregory and I'm Russo. like, and Gregory I'm like, no. Russo. And I'm like, no, Danielle Hunter, who's going to come back after his injury last year. That guy wasn't like a first round guy. That guy, they developed that guy just, he's, you can find an edge guy that's athletic and just train them and make them happen. Jeremiah is the only guy I like, and I keep watching his drafting because I don't want to look at anyone else. Well, who does guess he who the he, Vikings got? He, they're going to take uh, Smith from Alabama, wide receiver. I love it because no. it, oh, I they're love not that Barry, Barry, he's going to be long gone. They no, they say he's Smith. dropping. He's dropping. No, he's not. He's not dropping. Okay, let me he's ask you: if he's, if he's available, and you were and you were Spielman, would you take him? Well, yeah, but he, they're not going to get a chance. They're not going to oh. get near him. Then you better tweet Jeremiah that well, Jer- I'm, I'm excited. You Jer- better tweet him tomorrow. I'm excited about what he's saying. And, oh. and, and, well, and, buddy, buddy, he's getting you too excited for nothing. That, 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 oh, you, Devontae Smith might be the number one receiver taken. No, the I, LSU guy, they say. Nah, that someone might not take him. First of all, the LSU guy's big, but he doesn't have the separation. He doesn't get separation. He has to jump ball. He every catch he makes is a jump ball. He's yeah. big and he's tough. And this guy, Devontae Smith, you can't catch him. Well, but you the thing is, him. the sources say that Smith, the thing they're worried about right is he's fragile. Obviously. They right. worry he's fragile. He's what, fragile. No, what there's nothing in his past that says he's I fragile. know, but that's what that's why they say he's going yeah. down. They're worried about him. 170 pounds, six foot, whatever he is. Trust, let me tell you something. De- De- Devontae Smith might be the first receiver taken. He say he might go number one. The Vikings are picking what 14, 15? Yeah, 14. Forget about it. The Vikings are gonna get the the Vikings are gonna no, get will the, you do me a favor tomorrow? You tweet that Jeremiah at the DJ yeah. the DJ no, guy. I don't wanna, I don't say, I'm, I'm so like, excited that I like I, Jeremiah. I don't wanna I'm not I'm no, not just tell him like, just tell him like they're not gonna get Devontae Smith, he's not gonna make it to 14. Damn it. <laughs> and the other thing is, you, you know, you never, you can never trust the Dallas Cowboys. They're picking number 10. They picked yeah. CeeDee Lamb. They didn't need him. They'll pick Devontae Smith. They don't even uh, need him. Yeah. You know, Cause I mean, I'm just thinking good. like, cause I'm thinking we can't get rid of cousins. And then I'm thinking, I don't even care if they get an edge guy but or, or whatever. I don't care. Justin Jefferson. You yeah. Got, but you it, could you imagine, could you imagine cook 
Thielen, Jefferson, and Smith. You could, I could, I could, I could oh, make that, that offense fun. work. I'd be like, yeah, no. I mean, can you imagine? Well, here's the other points. thing. Buddy. Fifty points a game. Here's the other thing: is uh, oh, Zimmer, Zimmer will never do that. Zimmer's got enough offense. If, if they pick offense at fourteen, they're going to pick on um, Christian Garrisaw, the offensive tackle from Virginia. Big deal. They're going to pick him. Big they, deal. I can find, I can find an offensive tackle anywhere down south. Outside of Cumberland Farms, uh, grocery store thing, those things, guys eating Doritos, no, those, those guys with the can't. bellies, they drink a lot of soda. I could find those guys no. dime a dozen. You can't find no, those very, the, the tackles in this draft. Obviously, Panay Sewell from Oregon, number one. He's going to go quick. Rashawn Slater from Northwestern, maybe number two. And the USC. Number three. USC. But, but there's uh, other tackles. Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma State. Leatherwood. I love that guy. Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. A guy like Leatherwood on your team. I, look at the Vikings. The Vikings they picked they picked um, Bradbury center. It hasn't worked out really. And the last time they picked a tackle was at Khalil, and he, he was terrible. Ryan Khalil, I, yeah, Matt Khalil, or Matt Khalil, Matt Khalil. They both terrible. Both those guys. They put yeah, both those brothers USC. in. They USC. Both were, yeah, USC was supposed to be so good. I don't. I don't believe in that first round offensive tackle. And I don't believe in the edge guys have to be first round. I look first round talent has got to be gold. It's got to be quarterback, receiver, running back. They were so lucky to get Cook in the second round. They were they were lucky. They were sweating. I swear to God, when Cook was still moving down, they were sweating. They were hoping, yeah, and the only reason they were great. yeah. But Barry, the Vikings got a lot of talent. You can't you can't criticize their drafts that much. I mean, they made some mistakes with defensive backs. But they got a lot of talent. You know what I really wish, and it will never happen. I wish they would move up, and I don't care what they got to give up. And I would wish they'd get Zach Wilson because it'd be the second coming of Fran Tarkenton. I really wish they'd get that guy. I could see that guy in that dome, freaking ripping it up. I I wish they could get him. I hope they don't even think happen. about taking the guy from North North Dakota State. They better not take that guy or Fields. I swear, not going to happen, buddy. Not going to happen. Uh, They're not going to get a quarterback. They're set at quarterback. They're happy with Cousins. They like Cousins. Right. Well, you know what? We're going to talk a lot more about this when draft, you know, like, like March into what, April. What does Cousins say after the game? How do you like that? Or you yeah, like me you now? Like what does he yell? How do you, you like that? Yeah, uh, yeah. how do you, you like yell? that? Yeah. Because how do you like one that? Game. How do you like that? How do you like that? What is I don't even know. How, yeah, you, how, how, do you, about, how do you like that? How about you get in the Super Bowl first? Then say, how do you like that? How do I get that? it's ridiculous. It's like the, you know, it's, a, it's just one little play and you, and it's a, I mean, how do you like it, that? He says in the locker room, I don't even, is that what he says? How do you like yeah. that? I don't, is that it? Yeah. How do you like that? Yeah. I don't, I know you don't like, I know you don't like yeah. that. <laughs> hey, listen real quick before I get out of here. Because no, I, wait, I gotta tell you, I gotta want to, I want to go through the name, that line. Quite I know. I was, that's what I'm heading to. All right. Okay. Okay. Wait a minute. Number three, let me get my book here. So what we're going to do. Okay. This is like a game show. It's like name well, that line. I just wanted to say, though, I don't know if anyone notices, but the way we do this thing is yeah. I just go up and rant, I rant, 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 and then you're always bringing us back to the to the organization. Like, you try to organize this. I like, try, but like, yeah. like you, I, I ranted about uh, the Carson Wentz and the trade, and you go, okay, let's bring it all the way back, Tommy. Okay, so now the Vikings, no, you said the Colts, I, it's not going to work out for them. And then you go, the Eagles, they're going to have – hurts and they're going to have to get another. So you always have to organize it at the end of the rant. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I kind of look at this as me and you, cause we've known you since we were kids and this is just me and you, this, this is, is how, how you do it. If you we're together, to this is how we talk. Yeah, if we're at the you, bar, this is how we talk. This is how we would just talk in the car driving down the four or five freeway. So yeah. this is just it. It's like two guys. We just, this is how we are. So sometimes we go off on tangents because that's just our, that how we are. It's real. And I like it, but it you is. always, because you have to, everything's got to be compartmentalized and organized. So you got your, what, your composition book there? Yeah, right? I got my composition book right here. See? No one this uses is, those anymore, but that's good that you got that. Yeah, well, I, I believe in you still got to write things down. That's why they still good. make yeah. paper and very pens good. and pencils. <laughs> if they did, if they didn't have to write anything down, that would be all gone. And, yeah, you know, and everything right. would be on a phone and an iPad or whatever. Okay, okay, number three. Okay, all right. So let's get into this. Because I always have these issues with, with uh, fans of, of teams. And, like, I'll be at a bar and I'll be the guy goes, I'm a Viking fan. I'm a Viking fan. And usually they got, like, you know, a Favre jersey on when he played for the Vikings yeah. or they got like some other weird Jersey that it's like so new. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, and I'm like, well, tell me like, and I start talking. And so my thing is this, name that line. If someone's wearing a fire Jersey, right. And if they're really a fan, 
ask them what team drafted Favre. Yeah, they and won't they, get that. They, they won't ask, get that either. They can answer that, then they're a real Favre fan. They would never the, get that. The other thing is, when Favre got drafted, it wasn't by Green Bay, it was by the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta right? Falcons. The coach, the coach was Jerry Glanville. Jerry Glanville, yep. So, so Favre was a, picked at the top of the second round, right? Yep. Picking in the second round. So after Favre got drafted, he held out because back then there was a lot of contract holdouts. Yep. And so Jerry, Jerry Glanville nicknamed him, never met him. He nicknamed him Mississippi Mud. I remember so that. Favre got to Atlanta, he was called Mississippi Mud. I like that nickname. Jerry Glanville. I wish I, I wish I had that nickname. Jerry Glanville was nuts. All right, so so let's go here. So what I do is I always then ask them, because me, because I'm a Viking fan, I always then I wait. I let them dig a hole. And they dig a hole and tell me how they're such Viking fans. And I'm sure this happens with, like, you know, the Steel Curtain, Pittsburgh, Doomsday Defense, uh, No Name Defense, uh, Fearsome Foursome. So I always let them dig the hole, and then I ask them, name all four of the Purple People Eaters. And I tell you, they can't get the fourth guy ever. I can, ever. I, I, I can get the fourth guy. You can. Yes, I could get it, but it, it's uh, the defensive ends were Carl Eller and yep. Jim Marshall, wrong yep. way, Marshall. Yep. And then Ellen Page. <laughs> I like that. That's good. Ellen Page, number 88. Ellen yep. Page, Hall of Famer. And then, then the, the, the fourth guy was Gary Larson. Yes. No one gets Gary Larson. No one gets Gary Larson. When you brought this up, when you brought up the fearsome foursome, I didn't know the fourth guy. I only had Deacon Jones, Merlin Olson, Hall of Famers, Roosevelt Greer. Oh, Rosie right? Greer, yeah. Rosie Greer. I didn't know Lamar Lundy. I had to look it up. I didn't know Lamar Lundy. Rosie, and you're right. Same thing with the steel curtain. I don't know how I forgot. Wait, Merlin, Merlin Olsen? Merlin Olsen was, it was a defensive tackle. Yep. Deacon Jones. Little House on the Prairie. Yeah, I, I met Deacon Jones. I, I went to a writer's meeting at Deacon Jones' house, and he threw me out of his house. He got pissed off at me. He threw me out of his house. He got so mad at me. Deacon Jones. No Deacon way. Jones. Years ago, Deacon Jones was hosting a Fox uh, sports show and they were looking for writers. So they brought me in and we had a meeting at his house. Like it was on after, Sunday afternoon or something. And all of us were there. And, D and that's when um, Michael Strahan broke the sack record when Brett Favre took a dive. when he rolled and, and, and we all know Deacon Jones didn't get probably recorded. No, so they record sacks until 82. Yeah. yeah. Deacon Jones, but Deacon Jones wasn't bad mouthing or throwing shade on Michael Strahan. He was saying that the sack was legitimate and he went through the whole play and he said, you don't understand. It was oh. a legitimate sack. Mm, and no. he said, Favre handed the ball and faked the handoff and he rolled out and da, 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 da. he did this whole description oh. of the whole play. Mm -mm. And he said, and that's why Strahan got the winning, got the, the record breaking sack. And after he explained the whole play, I said, bullshit. Favre took a dive it, and he got pissed at me. He got pissed at me. He goes, who, who were this guy? Who brought this guy here? And then the other writers like, well, he's with me. And he's like, he got so mad at me. And then later he was talking and I said something about. I you were actually sticking up for him that it wasn't legit. Well, it wasn't even about him. He was just, because he didn't have the sack record. He was just saying that Strahan got it legit. And I was like, you're crazy. He didn't get it legit. He, the guy took a dive. Yeah. He got mad at me. Anyway, wow. a couple other things. I said, Dick Buckus. I said, every time I watch video of Dick Buckus, he never hit anybody hard. And he threw me out. He said, get this guy, get him, get him out. Just get him out. So. Deacon oh, wait Jones. a minute. I got to wait. Okay, so <clears throat> that show never happened. Yeah, Deacon Jones ended up hosting the show for a few weeks on Fox Sports, but I wasn't a part of it. Well, that's I, why. See, if, they, if he kept you in there, if he, he, he should have taken you as a guy that doesn't go the straight line. I'm not going to sit here and kiss your ball. I'm going to tell you the truth. And you would have wrote, you you wrote, wrote the truth. Yeah. And then he would have been on that show more than two weeks. And I yeah. got another story. I used to, I love Deacon Jones, even though I've been a Viking fan. I love Deacon Jones. I got to tell you a story. When I was getting my confirmation in Catholic school, you know, the first communion confirmation, and I had a good confirmation, and you have to pick a name. So I'm Barry Patrick, middle name Donovan, and you're Thomas Samuel Tallarino, right? Yes. But you probably have a count confirmation name, no? Yes, I have a confirmation. What, what is it? Dominic. Dominic, okay. Yes. So, you have to pick your name. So I picked my name and, and you know, you, you tell, uh, you write it. I think I had to write it down like a week later. Cause it's almost time to go to the confirmation and everybody's got to go to the church and everything. They call me in to the rectory with my parents. I'm like, I don't know why I got to go. They go, Barry, you have your parents come. You got to come at this time. And we live right across from the Catholic church, St. Paul's church. Paul's, I was yeah. so scared. I'm like, I don't, I didn't do anything wrong. We go in there. <laughs> and the priest is at the desk, that big desk, 
And my mom and dad are on the, each side of me. I'm in the middle. And he goes, we need to discuss something, Barry and, and Mr. and Mrs. Donovan. I go, what's wrong, father? And he goes, Barry wrote down that he wanted his confirmation name to be Deacon. And I, cause I, I wanted Deacon because I love Deacon Jones. I what's wanted that. And I thought it sounded good. Barry, Patrick, Deacon, Donovan. I was all excited. Everyone else was picking Tom and P and Dolly and Sam and, 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 you know, whatever, St. Chris, St. Christopher, you know, and I'm Saint, like, St. Deacon. Saint De so I just was like, I, I chose it. And my parents looked at me and they go, what do you mean Deacon? You, you chose Deacon? I go, yeah, I like Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones, the football player. And they go, you can't do Deacon. And the fa father goes, you know, Barry, you know, I understand you love the sport, sports and you love this guy, but that's a, a figurehead in the church. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, yes. I, I, I got you. And, and, and so, so my parents, man, I, I was in a lot of crap. Like they didn't talk to me for a couple of days, but before we left the rectory, guess what? They what? made me change my name. So what? I had to change it. Uh, on the spot, I had to pick a name. I didn't even know what I was doing. They go, which one do you want? You can't have Deacon. I, I was so upset. I said, I don't know. Uh, give me Jim. And they go, they go, well, how about James? That's a, a better uh, version of Jim. I go, that's good. Give me James. That's I great. was so sad. Like, you know, life was hard enough where we grew up anyway in upstate New York. And, I, you know, and it probably was winter and probably like eight, you know, five, 10 feet of snow. And that's why I got this hat on too. Cause the whole United States has got like 10 feet of snow, except, you know, in Vegas and California. Well, and, you know, and I, I, so it was, it was terrible. So that's my Deacon Jones story. And I never felt the same after that. I felt I was, um, I had jet. Well, I, I met Deacon. I sat with Deacon in his house and he's not a fan of Tommy T. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, he he made a mistake. All right, so so we went through the Purple Peters, Deacon Jones. We went through the, the those guys. How about the Steel Curtain? I mean, well, I I went through the Steel Curtain. I forgot Ernie Holmes. I remember wow, me, Joe Green. I remember me, Joe Green, and Elsie Greenwood. Sure, and then uh, Dwight White. But I, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't remember Ernie Holmes. I had to Did look Ernie up Holmes also play for KC? No. Who's that guy that played for KC? That was a wrestler, and uh, he was a. A defensive, a defensive lineman or offensive lineman? I think he was defense. I don't know. Oh, I got to look that guy up. He played, he was a, he oh, became Curly, a professional wrestler. Curly Culp? No, it wasn't him. Remember, remember Curly Culp? I remember Curly Culp. Play for, play for Houston Oilers. Curly yeah. Culp. Yeah. All right. So then what's, and then what about uh, Dallas? The Doomsday. I Doomsday. remember the Doomsday. The Doomsday had Ed Tutal Jones and Harvey Martin on the end. They had Randy White and they had John Dutton was the fourth guy. John, John Dutton. Dutton. So John Dutton was there, Gary Larson. Yes. There's and always the that one guy. Run. Yeah, there was always one guy because the three of them are really great. I think, well, I think, um, well, Randy White's in the Hall of Fame. I don't, I think Harvey Martin and Ed Tutal Jones aren't. And the wow. Steelers, I know Mean Joe Green's in the Hall of Fame, probably LC Greenwood. I, I don't know. I don't and, know. And the Vikings, I, uh, Page and, and uh, Eller. Probably Eller. Page and Eller. Yeah. Not Marshall. I don't, I, not Marshall. No. Is that because he ran the wrong way? That one time? No, it's probably because he got caught uh, smuggling cocaine. He was a cocaine trafficker. He got in a lot oh, of trouble. that's right. Yeah. What's he doing? Why is he yeah. doing that? So this is, so I like it that we talked about this because I, this is my way to cipher through who really is a fan forever of a particular yeah. team. Because anybody from Dallas, Pittsburgh, Minnesota. Oh, here, comes, here, comes the, here comes the wife, buddy. What do you mean? Where? You heard the bells? She's coming in. What do you mean the bells? I don't hear no bells. I got the, I got the ring chimes. Oh, really? Yeah. There oh. he comes. Here comes Mr. Meyer. Here comes Mr. Meyer. Hey. hey Who is it? Let hey, me see that guy. Hey, you see Mr. Can you Meyer? pick him up? Yeah. Come here, Mr. Meyer. Come here. Come here, Mr. Meyer. Come here. Come here. Come on. He won't let me pick him up. <laughs> Why not? Why won't he let you pick him up? Because he's excited. He wants to play. Mr. Meyer, you want a cookie? Hang on. There he, is. there he is. Wait, where is he? Oscar Meyer. Let me, let me look. At oh, he's a nice dog. Oh, that's a nice dog. That's a good dog. All right, hang on. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> See, this, this is like a great song. <laughs> 
I love that song. Listen to the high note. Oscar's listening. So we got to go. Hang on. I got to plug back in here. All right. So that's it. All right. So um, time, uh, old Menace West, Tommy T and Barry D. Thanks for watching our weekly uh, video podcast. Remember to check us out on our social media platforms at old Menace sweats. And you can check the podcast and the video cast out on all the major channels, you know, Vimeo, Spotify, right? iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Follow us, like us, and, and, and be nice to us. And, uh, you know, we'll see you next week. All right? All right. Good job, buddy. Good organization. That dog's a great dog. Look at it. Just yeah, he's awesome. Very nice dog. He's okay. All, all right, right, so we'll you, catch buddy. you later. All right, all take right, care. Man. All right, later, buddy. All right, all right, all right. Get back with the homies, you know. Drink on some floaties. Smoke some fat ones. Oh, yeah. Dazzling, stimulating. And you guys are styling, smiling, profiling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good, Tommy T. Let's go, let's go. It's so many sweaty, sweaty.